Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It is my joy to be on the air. Uh, and I wasn't here last Monday because I took the last Monday off. Uh, it was Dr. Martin Luther King's uh, day. Uh, uh, and I did some other type of service. I'm going to bring Mr. Wright on. Uh, uh, he always has a good update. Uh, and um, how are you doing, Mr. Wright? Very fine, Reverend Harriet. And how are you? I mean, I'm good today. My uh, my guest after you, we're going to be talking about the plantation state called Florida. So, uh, <laughs> well, that could so, be Florida, could be Washington. It's the first governor who owns a plantation. Is the uh, is the Senate? <laughs> well, so, you know, if, the whole if state is a plantation. So, if we'll you look at the numbers, that. if you look at uh, the Office of Minority Women Business Enterprise numbers for 2021, uh, if you're doing 0.18 percent, we're on a plantation too. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Washington State, too. Uh, when, but, the, you know, down there, he's trying to ban a lot of stuff that, that affects black people. But here they do it in the closet. So out there they do it in the open. So uh, well, same, same results, same results. Uh, that, that's very true. Yeah. We had to get a uh, congressman Benny Thompson of Mississippi to try to help us in Washington State. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I know you had a good turnout last, uh, last Monday uh, up at the... Uh, uh, you know, for the March and Rally, the oldest one in America, uh, the Martin Luther King Day celebration. It was the 40th anniversary of the march. The first march was uh, January 15th of Saturday in 1983. And the march was uh, to protest uh, the mayor not putting up the Martin Luther King Jr. Way signs and also demanding that Dr. King's birthday become a national holiday. Uh, people had filed a lawsuit. There were pickets and demonstrations that started the idea started at KYC Radio in 1980 when uh, late Freddie Mae Gaucher brought Reverend Jesse Jackson in to uh, my talk show uh, downtown on 3rd Avenue, where KYC okay. is located. And he was saying that uh, Stevie Wonder was having an event uh, January 15th, 1981, to compel Congress to make Dr. King's birthday a national holiday. And he suggested, why don't you guys do something locally since you're so far away? A lot of cities are doing things to memorialize Dr. King's name. So over a course of a year or so, we talked about naming something and we came up with an, an empire because it started in the black community at El Madison Street and ran all the yeah, way through did. to all South Ryan. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, eventually uh, uh, the Washington State Supreme Court ruled November 30th, 1983, that the city had the authority to change the name of the street. But four weeks before that, November 2nd, 83, President Ronald Reagan proclaimed the third Monday of January in 1986 to be the first official federal holiday honoring Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So four weeks after that announcement, the state Supreme Court ruled the city had the authority to change the name of the street. And it was really something because uh, even uh, Mayor Charles Royer was opposed to naming the entire street. Uh, he was concerned with the merchants on the south side of Rainier uh, because they filed a lawsuit. And they came back even before the lawsuit saying, well, we cut it off here. But Sam Smith and George Benson said, naming a half a street for a great man is a half an honor. And they didn't go for it. And then we really found out from a guy named Bob Morgan, who was the state, the city council transportation uh, chair uh, or, or staffer, that uh, uh, Empire Way is State Highway 900. And if right, they it is. A street that they have to put MLK signs up on the freeway. So that, a lot of people were opposed to that, including all the major media in town, both of the papers. We had the PI and the Times. Exactly, yep. 
They were all opposed to it. All opposed uh, anything for the Negro. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, they were opposed to change the name. But anyway, they said, oh, why don't you name a food bank? I said, well, school, we already got a school. So, uh, but we didn't bend and we stuck to it. And so that was 40 years ago. And um, on December 1st, 1984, the first street sign went up on Martin Luther King and Cherry. So, uh, and I hope that mural gets put back in the old catfish corner again. Someone defaced that. But, you oh, know, again, yeah. because they did put it back up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hope they did. I said, I hope they did. I, I mean, I oh, no, no, they did. They did. Oh, that, yeah. That, that, mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody had actually defaced uh, the mural, which was an outstanding piece of work. So that did. Yeah, so it was 40 years ago when we had that first march. So it's good to still be here and still see it still kicking. And uh, uh, the younger folks have taken over. Uh, Shadi Moore is 33. Bobby Alexander, attorney Bobby Alexander is 33. We have a lot of younger people involved, but we still have some elderly people like Larry Gossett and myself, some of the, the OGs, old guys, not old gangsters, old guys, and some 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 uh, ladies are still involved, too, who have been involved initial, in the initial uh, effort to change the name of the street. Well, I tell you, is that Bob Alexander's son? Isn't uh, you know, was it another Alexander? You said Bob Alexander. He's an attorney. I was asking about who. Whose son is he? Uh, his dad. His dad was uh, on the Seattle Police Department. He was. Oh, uh, okay. Norm, you're talking about Don Alexander. That's who you think oh, about. Oh, okay, okay. The, the late Don Alexander. Don. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Alexander is a was a, went to O'Day High School. Was a track star. Okay. President of BSU at UW, and he's okay. been uh, really active. Well, I tell you who's missing though. I put those pictures up. Was uh, Verlene, uh, uh and Jackie, you know, I mean, especially Verlene, because he was always there with APRI, right. man. You know, and Verlene was one of the mighty organizers of the state of Washington. And I don't think people really see was undervalued. And uh, it's a lot of things that's different now since uh, Verlene is in, uh, in the land of the living with us. I mean, really and truly. There's yeah, well, a lot I of was, organizing. Yeah, I was right. It was uh, side by side. She was an outstanding leader. As a matter of fact, I did see her daughter, Kristen. She was at the rally up at Garfield. So I did. Get a oh, wonderful. To see Wonderful. Yes, That's good. You know, she was denied to be uh, the uh, president of the King County Labor Council and also in the state, you know, because of racism. But uh, I think we've got another lady there now who's good for a black lady on the King County. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we know, we, we have one for the state now, too. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Fact, she's on the uh, state, too. April Sims is the president that's right, of the state. Sims, you know, and yeah. Berlin paid that way. Berlin did that work, but racism denied her that opportunity. But I'm glad that there's a young lady down there who knows the ins and out of labor. No, you're right about that. I think it's two sisters down there uh, that are, uh, and I, the lady's name, I'll remember her name when they get off the radio program. We have right. a new secretary treasurer, which replaced April Sims as secretary treasurer. And uh, we had a pretty good working relationship with uh, the former president, Larry Brown, as well. Uh, so we had, a, we had a good working relationship with him, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right, right. So, all right. So, what's happening uh, uh, with uh, you mentioned uh, uh, our representative out of Mississippi, who's helping us with our situation here in Washington State? Um, is there is there any movement on that now? On that claim um, that we filed against the state for not giving us our tax dollars back and our, our business co- contracts with the state of Washington? Uh, the latest uh, we've been working, uh, having conference calls with uh, Senator Murray's office, uh, Congressman Adam Smith's office. Uh, Congressman Benny Thompson's office, and uh, and we're also working with uh, Congresswoman Marilyn Strickland out of uh, oh yeah, 
out of uh, the Tacoma area. Right. And uh, some of the members, they, want, they were saying, you know, we want to get involved with another member's district and stuff. But when Benny Thompson saw those numbers, he said, we can't, no one should tolerate this. Right. right. Not even two-tenths yeah. of one percent? No. And, and some of that money uh, uh, had a right to come to, to Black community because uh, it was government money. I mean, you know, they had they had a right to come to, to uh, you know, to Black people who were in business. And, uh, and then every other group got money. But uh, we got uh, we we got we got half of a penny. <laughs> well, you know the thing about it is that when uh, Governor Gary Locke killed the permanent action from Governor's Directive ninety eight zero one in December of nineteen ninety eight, that that Governor's Directive was just rescinded like last year when Governor Jay Inslee uh, signed uh, uh, the uh, new uh, executive order to re re restore affirmative action. So in essence, uh, everybody at the they didn't want to do it. They didn't have to do it. And, you know, we felt we see the results of that by the mass exodus of uh, blacks out of the central area of Seattle. All that's directly related. You see, oh, yeah, the, the, the number that's of how they colluded, you know, the number of uh, of black folks who had the uh, capability and the resources to go into business. But why would they go into a, a, a invest their money for a losing cause? So we have to have uh, some enforcement. And uh, hopefully uh, that will happen one of these days. Well, we also need to find a video. We also need to raise some money and get get a video out about what the state of Washington has done to us. I mean, really business people. Run me and Mr. Brandt out. You know, I mean, I mean, a, a lot of the black uh, uh, daycares, a lot of the black uh, uh, adult family homes. I mean, we just need to figure out another way to also, also to get publicity about what I-200 and I mean, uh, also what the governor, what the governor did to us and uh, uh, it, it hampered us having businesses and then run us, some of us out. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not gonna ever get over the fact that they run me out and took my business away from me and didn't want to charge me with a crime when they were the criminals, okay? <laughs> yeah, I understand. But the thing about it is now people in Washington, D.C., uh, Congressman Thompson's letter went to the Attorney General Merrick Garland and the Secretary of the Department of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, we have some other people, like I mentioned, uh, Senator Murray, uh, now Marilyn Strickland's office, we're waiting to see, see her letter. And hopefully after all this time, because it's been uh, uh, Congressman Thompson's letter went to the Attorney General and the Secretary of DOT, uh, December 15th, 2022. Normally, uh, there is an instant uh, response to members of Congress. And you figured that uh, Congressman Benny Thompson uh, just chaired uh, the January 6th com uh, commission and had a serious high profile. So you would think that, you know. No, no, and you know, Mr. I disagree with you on that. I mean, you know, it's going to take a little bit more heat in the street, like you used to talk about. You got to, we're going to have to put some more fire somewhere because these people, what, you know, I mean, you name these people outside of Ms. Strickland, you know, Representative Strickland, what has everybody else been doing for us lately? See, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know. Well, you know, the first thing is that people have to, have to understand that uh, not having affirmative action don't mean you can discriminate. And when a group is getting 0.18%, that's discrimination. And then the state's largest procurement agency, the state's procurement agency, Department of Enterprise Services, did less than 1% with all minorities and with all with, with, with women. Well, I mean, they should, they should just put, they should just put, they should just print money and say this is white folks' money. 
I mean, let's be real. Oh, no, no, the, the, white, the white women didn't participate. In, in I say the... white people's money. Yeah, okay, okay, I got you. Okay, 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 you. okay, okay, okay. Because the white woman was always a buffer between her and, and, and white men. I mean, you know, I mean, how can a woman who's part of a, a part of a majority group be a minority? It was always a host. We 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 went along with that. It was always a host. Well, that, know, was, that was that was called that's that applies to the federal funds, and that's called the disadvantaged business enterprise program. And then, if people look at the results of that, they'll see where disproportionately the women were getting an overwhelming share of the of the work. And the thing about yeah, it is that you don't see them driving the trucks. On the jobs, you I know, mean, you know, now there are few there there are few women that are involved in the trades, but nowhere. But we have to say, major contractor. We as we as black people need to say that we got had. I mean, because affirmative action started out being good, you know, which with 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 the, with the, with the late Doctor Fletcher from from Washington mm -hmm. State. I mean, he was that was by the best thing Nixon did, put some teeth in it, and then what happened? They came back yeah. around like they really usually do through another door, took the teeth away from us. My husband never got the good job. Okay, I didn't get. I, I didn't get to stay mm -hmm. home. Okay, I mean, and, and so we have to really take, come out one one of these days and say that was a mistake. I mean, and well, how come you know because it was. Oh, I mean, I they, mean, got, they 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 took all the air out of the rooms. They got all the jobs, and uh, and people like you know like like the black contractors and the people out there trying to do put the pavement down on the highway. All those people they lost. I mean, but. All those people lost everything they had out there uh, uh, in those days. Four, uh, not even wait a minute. We have one more, more recent than that. That four black contractors went broke on the Seattle Tunnel project. Well, yeah, they did because they you brought know, in so, all the brown people from California because Berlin worked on that, and the NAACP at that time wouldn't move on it, but she did all the work. They'd hire the black people to get it started and bring in other people and lay them all off. I mean, it's a sham what has happened to black people in this state with the with unions. It's just as bad as a right to work state with no unions when it comes to black people in unions in this state. Yeah, the sad thing is that uh, they said over sixty percent of African American males will make it through three years of the building trades, and that's where your contractors come from. Another thing we got to really look at: we have people just don't want to uh, acknowledge it, but the civil rights movement was about black people getting their that's rights. That's right. That's right. In Louisiana, if you were if you were black, you rode in the back of the bus. If you weren't black, you rode in the front of the bus. Okay. Right. So but, the thing about the whole civil rights struggle, this whole battle was about a, inclusion, it was about black people. Was and had about black people exactly. But then because of and you're right because of the race anti black racism. Well, that, but, that's but, why we get left out. We get and the very people that we open the door for when we say come on in, brothers, they get to the front of the line and they help run Carmen out of town. I mean, the very people that you help, help get, get in the door, look what they do in the end. I mean, sometimes on some at some point, we have to take our lumps and say, hey, you know, some of this stuff was a mistake. The civil rights movement was uh, for us. I mean, really and truly, Thurgood Marshall. I mean, we can't let nobody forget that. that well, but the when, Thurgood, when you look the at the, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., every now and then you would see some white participation. Because I remember Viola Luzo. There's a white lady that came down on, on the Buff Freedom uh, Freedom Riots and went to the uh, rally in Montgomery, Alabama, and she got killed. Right. Then I well, think yeah. about Goodman, Schroner, well, and Cheney, yeah. it, three civil rights it. workers. Well, but, but, but also it got co-opted. But, you know, Mr. White, I really think we need to think about how we're going to get our video about how bad we've been treated in the state of Washington because sometimes they think it's Nirvana here. Uh, uh, but anyway, you know, this has been good. I don't mind next guest is already here from Florida, but... Um, Let's continue this because I think we got enough people in Seattle to be able to tell our story. We got to write the story. 
Oh yeah. Well, the documentation is in place. It is. It is, especially people like people like myself and Mr. Branch and all these people who lost their business livelihood. You know. So, all right. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. And um, let's take a break, and I'll be talking to you real soon. So, uh, okay. Thank you, okay. Reverend. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming okay. on. All right. Thank all you. Right. All right. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance, where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on there. Also, want to let you know you can catch us also on the podcast. You can let your friends know that we have a podcast on 1150 AM KKNW for Mother's Justice Show. Oh, man, you know, I'm all fired up now because I was talking to Mr. Wire. You know, this stuff is just raising its head. I want to bring my next guest in, my Aisha Covington from Jacksonville, Florida. Big place where I was born at. Born into segregation. Look like, look like a we look like we could get black history out when we were in segregation. And now, you know, I mean, <laughs> now they don't want us to be uh, out there and you got jury mandering going on in Duval County. Um, most people don't know that, but Duval County only has one city in it and that's Jacksonville. It's one of the few places where the county is the city. Uh, it's not too many places in America where what the county is total, uh, it, it has only one city in it. And um, and I, I, I'm not sure, I think Fulton County might be the same way in Atlanta, but it, it, it's uh, sort of unusual for a county just to have one little town in it. So how are you doing now, Ms. Covington? I'm doing wonderful, uh, Harriet. What about you? Thank you for the invite. Oh, well, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, this, um, okay, because I want, I, it's a couple of things I want you to do. I want you to do some research. Okay, number one, I want you to find out when the Senate's ancestors came to America. You know what boat they came on because we know what boat we came on <clears throat> uh, okay because that's that's going to be pertinent in our fight for this stuff we have to establish the fact that we've been here we've been here longer than the people who are telling us what we don't all what what they don't want us to what they don't want to tell us no uh, what, what what they don't want us to tell other people okay and number two we're going to find out some of the some of the um have some some of the you know some of the kids are going to school to find out if we can find out all the atrocities that has happened in Florida, okay, we know about some of them. Some of them, I mean, I know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you got some in Duval County. I mean, about what has happened to people, uh, uh, you know, at least, at least from the late 1800s. I mean, I mean, I know, I know we got some. And then we had Rosewood, and then there was another incident in Florida, uh, uh, in, um, uh, in in Orange County. It starts with the O. It's Okio or something like that. And then there was another incident. I mean, when uh, in Montdora, when uh, when I, when I, the, um, and the devil in the grove, they talk about the, the, uh, the, I can't think his name right now, but he was, they, 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 it was a bum on Christmas day or Christmas Eve in that house. Uh, and, uh, his wife died instantly, but, uh, he was taken to, uh, to Sanford to, 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 uh, to, uh, to Sanford to, for medical treatment for the black doctor there because of segregation. 
So Florida has a history and I think we have to tell it. So, I mean, there's some of these things and then because, because and then especially if you can find out any things that has happened in, our, uh, in Jacksonville, because I think the more we can talk about these things and also when did the city council people come to, come, come to America? I mean, come to America, did they, were they here before the civil war? And if not, then, you know, if they were here during the civil war, were they planters? Did they own slaves or were they workers? And then if they came after the civil war, when did they come? So anyway, I mean, because the more, <clears throat> the more we come prepared with our own story, and then the better off we are, because other people keep telling our stories, but you have a lived experience in Florida. I have a lived experience in Florida, okay? Uh, and they, can't, they cannot sweep our lived experience under the rug to make, them, to make their children uh, believe that they're still superior. And I'm gonna send you the quote that Henry Berry said. He was from Merkelin County there in South Carolina in 18, 18 something. I, I, I think it was before the end of slavery. <clears throat> and he said, if we could extinguish the light of understanding, if we could just extinguish that light, so when the light comes that the, uh, the, the Negro would not be able to see the light, we would be free, we would be saved and the Negro would be like a beast in the field forever. So I would get you that quote. And uh, and see, everybody thought the light of understanding was gonna come from someplace else. The light of understanding comes from with us because it comes from our ancestors. It comes from the people who made the trap, the people who survived. This is where this understanding come from. I mean, it's a lot of other people come to America, a lot of different Africans come from the continent, but they don't have what we have. See, we didn't have no place to go. We had to fight for our own liberation. Nobody helped us fight. We helped save, we helped save the so-called union. We have fought in every war and we fought for our own liberation. A lot of people in this country from the continent, they came escaping to something. We didn't have no place to go, none. So anyway, welcome to my show. <laughs> and by two transparency, this is my cousin, you know, my mother, uh, uh, Eunice Levine Walden was the, uh, uh, Eunice Levine Walden was the oldest sister. Uh, 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 and uh, her sister, uh, her sister, um, her, her mother, her name is Stamma. Uh, and I don't know where she ranks in the girls uh, at all. Uh, I don't know where she ranks in the girls at all. But um, uh, but anyway, uh, two transparency. We're cousins, and uh, and a lot of times we're doing this work. Uh, uh, you know, she's doing work in Florida. So you want to talk to me? You want to get started now about what's happening in Duval County before we take on the governor? <laughs> all right. Um, thank you again. Uh, let me let me talk. let me. Close my other zone. I do. I, I'm sorry. So where we are in Florida is the governor. Okay, we got feedback on it now. So okay, I think we might have to take a break and come right back because I think she's having a little difficulty. Listen to the Mother's Justice Show, 11:50 a.m. KKNW. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com. 
healing.com today. Uh, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. And you know, I do love you. I really do. That's a great song. I mean, it's a song that my son Hiram loved. And I love that song because you know what? I absolutely authentically do this work because I absolutely know that we have a right to be on the planet. Uh, uh, and we, write, we have a right to be here. We have a right to really breathe this, this, this clean air. And, and, and to prosper in the land that we, our ancestors fought for freedom in. We have a right to do that. We have, this, this is our right. I, and, and you know what? And, and I do love you. And uh, Aisha, is, uh, is your system ready now to come back on? Um, so anyway, until uh, she gets herself unmuted, we'll continue the conversation. But I'll talk about what love is right now in this moment while she's doing that. I'm going to tell you what love will do. Love is actually the strongest vibration in the world. It really is all this hatred in us. It, it goes nowhere, really and truly. It just keeps the cycle of violence going and safe. But you know, love is the only thing that works. And so anyway, how you doing? Uh, uh, so we, everybody knows you're my cousin. Now, so how you doing, cousin? <laughs> I'm doing great, cousin. Uh, thank you again for the invite. So I did want to talk about you know, the, judge, the judge did implement mapping. The city came back. They're going to appeal the judge's ruling. Um, There's a lot of uh, the judge gave an, an opinion that their case still didn't look that good, and they just they have violated the law. Um, now so this, this is this is to make sure that black people is, don't have a right. Now this is to make sure that black people, for our listeners, because we we'll be talking about two different things. This is to make sure that black people don't have a right to vote in that in that area. Uh, uh, the way that they want to break it up so that the black people wouldn't have a, 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 a wouldn't have be able to vote uh, in, in a block like they do. Is that right? Right. Well, it's it's your it's your it's gerrymandering. Right. They, right. What the city done was since consolidation, um, mm -hmm. they consolidated, like you said, local government, county government, and they took our vote and they packed us into five districts. There are 19 districts in Jacksonville so that we have no power. They even made sure we vote in the same precincts. All the black people vote together and most of the white people vote together. So basically they segregated us. Right. Mm -hmm. But they kept our tax base so that the people at the beach, they can vote in our elections, but we can't vote in theirs. Oh man, this is this is so so really. I mean, I, you know, Florida now. I mean, I'm calling it the plantation state. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna tweet out today about the governor. This is this is the home of the plantation. I mean, uh, he's the first governor. Maybe Jansley might be the second, but he's the first governor uh, to actually preside over a plantation state. Uh, all of this goes hand in hand. They want to keep the Negro down, but they they're gonna let the Latinos vote, right? I mean, those are the people. I mean, because they can check the white box. You know, a lot of them can check the white box. Correct. So, uh, you know, Correct. And so, I mean, un unless they're dark, then they can't check the high, uh, the light box. I mean, the white box. But a lot of, you know, a lot of Latinos, uh, uh, you know, 45 years ago, they didn't hardly have a word. Or 50 years ago, uh, called Latinos. I mean, and, uh, and and so, yeah. So that means that some what? of the immigrants, so, some, some of the people who come to America, of course, we know the Puerto Ricans, are, I, you know, they're citizens by virtue of America, you know, taking their land a long time ago. But a lot of the other ones that come in from, from you know, Cubans, 
Cubans, they, you know, they're not, you know, they come in and six weeks, they get a green card because they have, they have a special, they have a special a law in Florida for Cubans. If you make the American soil in six weeks or seven weeks or uh, two months, you can get a green card because that's, that came out, you know, 50, almost 40 years ago, 50 years ago. But if the Haitians and anybody else go, they get the Negro card and they get sent back. So, but anytime you can check the white box, you, you can come in, see, and that's what happens. So, yeah. You know, um, Harriet, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Um, in this city, in this particular state, they were okay with us voting, but we have no power because we can't vote together in a block. You right. can be uh, right on the next block, but you have no power. They were even strategic enough to take out the districts that produce revenue. Um, so you can't even align yourself with the businesses. And then they told wow. us we were poor. Well, before consolidation, we were the largest group of African-Americans in the country. It was right here in Northeast Florida. And they had to figure out how to break that up. So they did. They came up with consolidation. <laughs> and then they appointed a few black families. And to date, most of those black families still have stayed around government. And it's so funny because there was an article written and people like a former which is he's the board chair now warren jones he said oh they were told they needed 60 percent of the black population in one area to win to put a black person in office and they were just going on what they were told yeah do so we know it they mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead no 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 i mean so say, based so... on go ahead and get your point out well my point was now they acknowledge that the figures they used were totally made up. They weren't based on any law. They didn't use any analytical data. They just decided, well, we need 60% black people in one district, on uh, one area for them to put a black person in a seat. Uh, a seat, keep in mind, it has no power because you can't do anything without at least 10 votes. So you have five African-American seats. And we may end up with four due to the ch the mapping that we introduce, which is fine because I don't care what the color of your skin represent my interests. And that's the point. Um, a lot of people are afraid now in this city because there this is change. This is great change for us. And you can't keep selling our vote and not representing our interests. So no, that's well, where know, we are. Well, good. I mean, because you know, it's gonna take. It's gonna take uh, the, the. I mean, because what happened in Florida? You, a lot of people got bought off because they got good jobs. I mean, a lot of people, you know, the fight was to lift the boat for everybody. But that's what the fight was. But then the people who got the good jobs. I mean, what they doing? They don't want to rock the boat. I mean, they they don't want to. They, they want to make sure that they can have something and leave everybody else out. And the man knows that. I mean, he knows how to play us like they looks like the. Uh, you know, B.B. Uh, King could play that, <laughs> play Miss Lucille, okay? I mean, really into it. He knows this because there's some place in there where we where there's a weak link, and that weak link will sell you out. I mean, uh, for for some stuff, you know, and uh, and that really that's one of the things that that happens. And uh, but it doesn't have to continue to happen. We have to raise up some young people to understand what integrity is, 
and understand that this is a game because all that do is keep it keeps other people in power and keep you disempowered and then you don't have no power around the schools or anything that's that's going on but i want to appreciate your fight i mean you you taking up your aunt your auntie um uh, you know aunt johnny will i mean she uh, she did the work uh and it's amazing that we who absolutely built this country and been here longer than they have that's why i want you to start talking about the history i see people when they came to america i mean really and truly because we have to we have to reestablish the fact that we've been here and uh, and you know we have a right to be here, uh, and we have a right to prosper. I mean, uh, we're not all thugs, and right. we're not all criminals. That that picture that they want to paint about us isn't true. right. You know, right. And and the fact that the governor doesn't want uh, advanced students to get an American studies, you know, um, I'm calling him Ron the racist, racist well, Ron right. DeSantis. That's right. Because he's a racist. Right. And anyone that supports him, it's you know, you got to be right. a racist to, That's right. to support this agenda of, a, right. of holding a whole generation back from their own history. That's like, right. you don't get That's to right. do that. You, know you what don't I mean? get to do that. You know, you know, really, really, you can't make a proclamation and say what people can and cannot learn. I mean, and I, I'm, I'm hoping this is going to go up to the Supreme Court. I mean, really, and you might not get a good reading, you might get a good ruling, you might not, but we have to continue this. We have a right to teach our children, okay? And if I was in the state of Florida, I mean, if I was young right. down there with kids, I would I would organize me a Saturday school and, uh, and have all the black kids come to the Saturday school. I mean, if they want their kids to be left behind, then, you know, that's that's their problem. So um, anyway, it's, it's not our problem. It's, it's their problem if they want their kids to be left behind. Because time doesn't wait on nobody. See, we're not going backwards. I mean, we're not going back to the, uh, unless a meteor hits a, hit the world, then we all be back to the to Stone Age. But um, but right now, they, they're keeping those meteors uh, uh, going. I mean, they'll be able to kind of find out where they are and maybe kind of deflect them from coming to hit, hit Earth. So that's what the scientists are doing. Uh, but uh, anyway, this is just, this is just, this is not right. It's not right. So, hey, the... Look like we'll just go ahead and take another break here uh, and then come back and finish talking about the governor. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. Thank you. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Washington's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. 
they're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Are you listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW? And it is a lovely day here in the Pacific Northwest, and also it's a lovely day in, uh, in Northern Florida and Jacksonville. I'm going to bring on Miss Aisha Covington back again. Like I say, two transparency. We are cousins. Her mother and my mother were sisters, and my mother was the oldest one. So uh, anyway, we got about a few more minutes for you to be on to talk about uh, talk about the governor. Right. Thank you, Cuz, um, for allowing me to speak, and I want to thank you for the work you're doing in Seattle. The governor has. Um, ban the African-American studies. And, and what we're in the middle of uh, a political race, so our mapping was introduced. Uh, the judge liked one of our maps. So we're getting ready to go through a political process. But there's so much dependency on Republican money. Right. Money that is coming through the charter school system money that is coming from the government and affordable housing, um, their backing is coming from us, the tax right. That's right. And mm-hmm. they have aligned themselves so that all of the funding trickles back to them. Right. And we <laughs> end up thinking they have money. It's so funny because Malcolm said it in 1960. Hey, they're using government money. Come on, wake up, people. This is why they are implementing these programs, the charter school systems in Florida. It's a big slush fund for the Republican Party to run money through those schools. And but also they're, they're not teaching of, our kids. They're not teaching black kids either. I mean, really and truly, they're not. Yeah. Right. If it's based on that Hillsdale model, the Hillsdale model is a racist uh, model set up by the racist, the governor's friends. I would name them on your show because I know them personally. They came in my neighborhood and tried to sell us on their school, but all my seniors walked out and said, oh, they racist. They couldn't hide it, but they are racist. The agenda is not to educate poor children, not to educate children of color. They don't want them to know who they are. And they definitely don't want them to know how to achieve wealth. They right. are positioning themselves in Jacksonville. They implemented a program to build affordable housing, but we never own the land. I call it modern day shit. <laughs> but, 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 but hey, is it going to be on the land that the house, the public housing was on? Because no, it's going to be any land in an area that the city can get. They can oh. build it there, but they will never sell you the land. They'll sell you the house. Okay, well, you know what? I think that, you know, so they want to give you a condo on the land. I mean, people got to fight that. I mean, really, because the American dream is that, so that means you can't pass it down. You don't build wealth because you don't Correct. own the land. If you don't Correct. own the land, you don't build wealth, okay? No building Correct. wealth. 
and uh, yeah, but they right. got a loophole in there for other people. See, so so yeah, but I think the black people they're just gonna have to get more astute and understand whenever they come in, they come in with the they're coming with something poison. Every time they come, they come right. with some other new kind of poison too. And uh, and some of our people take the poison, but really, this is really uh, antithetically against us as a uh, as a uh, as black people. But you know, again. It's about organizing. And then there's when poor people have a hard time organizing because they're worried about their light bill, they're worried about pampers, they're worried about, you know, what they're gonna do. But I tell you, you know, some of those old black people who was out there with Martin Luther King were poor, but they wanted freedom more than what they wanted anything else. And people are gonna have to realize that being poor is no obstacle, obstacle, obstacle to organizing. Cause I've never, I mean, I'm not rich. I mean, it's not, I just, all this landed on my doorstep and I decided to do something with it. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> it just came to me and it looked like it had my name on it, just like it has your name on it. Wow. Well, I tell you and what the John, governor was. And Aunt Johnna Will's name on it. And, and Auntie, she always believed in organizing, you know, yep. and uh, that I agree with you. We've got to organize. We are okay. going across uh, different lines. We have organized the groups. Ben Frazier is having a protest tomorrow at City Hall. He's went across different racial lines, different ethnic groups, and brought in some leaders to speak about the Confederate monuments. We're still fighting about Confederate <laughs> monuments. And they bring in the in Confederate spaces. But also they bring in the Confederate idea with their policies. So you're gonna broaden the conversation. It's more than about the, mon the, 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 the uh, monuments, it's about, it's about the Confederate idea because the federal idea was to hold on to their slaves. Okay, they wanted to hold on to the slaves. They didn't want to give freedom. And so they've never willing, they never wanted to give us up. So this is still a Confederate idea. It really is. And uh, and then, you know, when 45 mm. came along, he he took the genie out the bottle and he made it made us okay to be a racist. It made it okay to hate us. I mean, people trying to hide around the corner and hate us, but now they out front hating us, you know? <laughs> Well, one of the things they did here, because hate is hate, like you said, and it should have no place in the city, they've been projecting the swastika on buildings during uh, the game and when uh, tourists are here. Really? And so they a lot, mm -hmm, they did it. Yes, this is super hate here. We're, we're a city filled with hate. I mean, the Nazi swastika, they've been doing that in Jacksonville? They put it on the wall of one of the biggest buildings in the business district during the does football people, does, game. Does black people uh -huh. go in there? Go, does black people go to those? Uh, uh, I mean, what happened to the black people in Jacksonville just took their money out? At least go to the next county and buy something. Sometimes we got to do what's hard. Why are we still spending money with people who hate us? Hey, listen, you asking the, the question I said, we can move. We don't have to be here. And also what they did, city council ran downtown along with the mayor and they stood with the Jewish leaders and came against this. Never once have they come together and it and the city council president is African-American. The one before was African-American and neither, uh, neither one of them have taken the monuments down, but they dealt with, it was a hologram. There was no IP address. They don't know who sent it. They don't know who posted it, but they went at this enemy of hate against the Jews. When are we going to be defended in this country? When right. are they going to stand up right. and say hate? 
against African Americans. That's right. The but color we have our to skin force is wrong. We, we have to force it because the Jewish Holocaust did not happen in America. Okay, Correct. it was horrible. It was horrible, but it did not happen here. The Holocaust in North America, uh, North America was there was the Native American Holocaust of what happened to the Native Americans and us, and we have to continue to talk about our stuff. You know, and uh, and and if, and if, and if all the other people had some goodwill, they would say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, the the the, uh, the the Negro Holocaust uh, went for three hundred and some years." Okay, <laughs> yeah, but we have to just right. be willing to tell our story and uh, be able to know it uh, and and to educate our people that. Uh, because now is no reason why we're not educated. Even if they don't want to give us the books, we know how to get the books. We know how to read now. We have to make sure our kids know how to count now. We have, you know, I mean, hey, you know, I, I, like I said, I graduated in 59. I've graduated in uh, 1963. I've been on high school 59 years. But I tell you, not in my days, they didn't, there was no social promotion. If you, didn't, if you didn't make a grade, you had to stay there. If your paper wasn't right, you had to do it over. I mean, the black teachers was hard, okay, because they knew what life was going to be tough, and they didn't have no they they didn't have no softies there. You had to get the work done, okay, really and truly. And uh, and now we got softies on education because oh well, my kids, you know, they just they have homework too much. No, they don't never have homework too much, okay, really and truly, because the world requires them to know a lot. I tell you, um. So yes. I, 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 I'm going to reach out to uh, to uh, to to uh, Natalie uh, Jackson. I mean, she ran. She's an attorney. I think she works with Mr. Crump because I know that some. This is a big civil rights issue, and uh, Florida needs some high-profile um, attorneys to uh, take on this governor. And really, and truly, yes. that's what that's what has to happen. Some high-profile attorneys that got just got a good law firm that's not going to run out of money to take on the state of Florida. Because it really is a state of Florida against black people versus black folks. Right. That's exactly yes. what it yes. is. It's a state of Florida versus yeah. versus black people. And um, I mean, and and it needs to be you need somebody who's willing to be bold and to step out and do that. You know, I'm not an attorney. I just <laughs> I just talk. <laughs> I don't get paid to go to court <laughs> to talk. Uh, but I'm glad I'm a historian, and I'm glad you're a historian too, because that's what it's going to take uh, uh, to order to get the, to get some leeway here. Uh, is that we have to know this stuff. We have, to, and you know, it's no shame on us as slaves of being the descendant. It's shame on the slave owner. We need to push this stuff back. It's not our shame. It's shame on people who actually thought it was okay to have other human beings to work for them free. That's where we got to put it at. Stop the week. So we've been walking around all this time, 159 years being shamed. You know, ain't no shame on us. Ain't no shame on us. We're victorious. Okay. Our people decide to make it. You know, the shame is on the people who absolutely still today want to keep us as their servant. And we have to put the shame yes. back on them. It's not on us. Okay. Because they I still agree. See, uh, Yeah. But we have to we have to do that, and it ain't no shame, you know. I mean, how can we be inferior when the when we uh, when, when, when we have we have the dominant gene? How could we've ever been inferior? That that was always a lie. <laughs> yes, wow, that's you know. So um, anyway, uh, next time, uh, you know, I'm coming to Jacksonville because I'm gonna help you with some organizing down there. I'll be down there this summer. I would love it. I would yeah, love I'm, to have I'm you come. To 
I'm coming to Jacksonville. Bring your we expertise. do my show. We do Zoom meetings. Yeah, so um, so yeah, I'm coming in and I I'm going to do some organizing in some parts of Florida and uh, Jacksonville is going to be one of the places I'm going to do some organizing and do my show from Jacksonville. I'm uh, probably going to do a show in uh, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, also this year. So I'm going to be on the road here uh, oh, uh, soon. Just uh, just trying to get the word out and uh, you know, talking about unifying. Talk about unifying. Yes, because that's what it's going to take is, is unity uh, in order to uh, get to the next level. <laughs> yeah, you know. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, so um, anyway, I mean, I'm going to let you just go ahead and go. I mean, and I just thank you for being on the show. I just, I just really appreciate you, Aisha. Uh, and uh, tell all uh, tell all my kin down there in Florida, in Jacksonville, I said hello, and I'll be seeing them. And so I want to let everybody know they've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 11.50 a.m. KKNW. Uh, thank you so much, Aisha. I want to thank Mr. Rye. And uh, we probably have a real long song that we can sing as we go off there that we can do today. So I'll be back next week with a great show. Just listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. Check out our pod podcast. I love being on there. Thank you. <laughs>